This talk is brought to you by iBiology.org, and this audio was taken from a video available on our website. When I started using clickers, it was about the same time that the National Academy Summer Institute was beginning, and uh, Jenny Knight, who I have taught with for many years, and I realized that we were not applying most of the principles uh, in that the first time we had the Summer Institute, we all talked about active learning and how to do it. And we decided to try an experiment the following year. So we, we developed a little assessment that we thought was a reasonable test of how well students understood the concepts in the developmental biology course that we were co-teaching. And we gave it first to a, to a set of students who took the traditional class that we had been doing for several years. And um, we measured the learning gains by doing a pretest and a post-test. And then for the two subsequent semesters, we taught the course using uh, clickers, which had just sort of appeared on the scene, and uh, doing some think-pair-share things in class. And we simply substituted about 20 minutes of each 75-minute class period to active learning exercises, many of them clicker questions. So I'll show you what the data looked like for this experiment and uh, see what you make of it. The blue shows the uh, distribution of learning gains among students and these are normalized so that we can compare students who started with a lot of knowledge to those who didn't have so much at the beginning. Uh, the red and the yellow represent the distributions from the two subsequent semesters where we were doing about a third of the class as active learning time. What would you conclude from this? And as you can see, the distribution shifts about 30% to, uh, toward higher scores. So what we concluded from this data was that even introducing a small, relatively small amount of active learning into what had been a traditional lecture course resulted in a significant increase in the learning gains. Visit us at iBiology.org for more free talks from the world's top scientists. Funding is provided by the National Science Foundation and the National Institute of General Medical Sciences.